Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we review various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want to talk about the upcoming 2023-24 summer crop season in South Africa. Because at this moment, if anyone drives around the country, you probably see that Farmers are at the tail end of the 2022-23 summer crop harvest. If you go to provinces like Free State, Northwest, even in parts of Gauteng, you'll see that the maize harvest or soybean harvest or sunflower seed harvest is towards the end. And in two months' time, farmers will be tilling the land and you'll see that it will be brown across the country as they prepare for their upcoming 2023-24 summer crop season. This planting will commence around about the 15th of October in the eastern side of the country and about 15th of November in the western side of the country. How you should think about this is imagining N1, which is the national road in South Africa from up north all the way to the eastern Cape. Any province or region that is in the east of that are the ones that will largely be planting between the 15th of October going all the way to the 15th of November or even beyond that. That is what we call the optimal planting period because it's where there will be possibly some showers or rainfall that assist in the seed germination. And in the west of the N1, that is the areas that mainly plant somewhere between the 15th of November going all the way to the end of the year and that's the period where they will receive possibly uh, some good rainfall to assist with the germination of the crop at least that's the standard uh, uh, period of planting when we are not in extreme weather events but we all know that in the upcoming 2023 and 24 season we all expecting the el nino and the el nino in south africa or southern africa in general typically corresponds with below normal rainfall. So it's always a season which keeps farmers uh, slightly worried about the prospects of the production conditions. But this time around in South Africa, as I've said repeatedly in some of the previous segments, that we expect the El Nino not to have as much harsh impact as what we we saw, for example, in 2015-16 where in South Africa we were in El Nino season and it was really a tough drought which led to livestock uh, dying across the country and the crops uh, declining uh, significantly to the extent that the country was a net importer of some of the stable grains such as maize uh, and soybeans so we were really in bad shape. This time around the El Nino is expected to be reasonable mild, at least that's what some of the forecasters are telling us. But most importantly, it comes on the backdrop of about four consecutive seasons of La Nina rainfall. La Nina is an opposite of El Nino. It brings above normal rainfall and we have seen about four years of decent rains across South Africa. And those rains have improved soil moisture to an extent that when farmers plant, we think that the seed germination will not be an issue. What we will particularly be looking at are the timing for the rainfall, which will assist then around uh, the germination and the growth process of the crop, and most importantly, in the pollination period, which is somewhere around about February. If we can get good rains in February, I do think that we'll end up having a decent crop, and of course, we will need rains uh, just after farmers have planted 
possibly maybe around about November if we can get rains and then again end of January into February I do think that we may end up with a decent crop on that. The one factor though that has worried me and some of the farmers that I've had conversation with they are also thinking about this is the excessive heat that we see in the northern hemisphere. Many countries in Europe and even in the US, they are complaining about this extreme heat. I was just now looking at the crop conditions in the US. They rate poorly this year compared to last year. And part of the reason is this excessive heat that is challenging them there. We don't know if this will be a reality in the southern hemisphere. If it does become a reality in a period where we also in the El Nino period, then this would have uh, some serious consequences for South Africa. But for now, there's no evidence pointing to that. It's just my concern monitoring what's happening in the northern hemisphere and thinking a lot about what will happen in our summer season when it starts in mid-October. But I think this is something that would be necessary to monitor the climatic, the temperature and, and the temperature conditions. So I'll be doing a little bit more reporting on this. I may not do podcasts frequently looking at temperature, but I'll probably be putting out a lot of tweets uh, looking at the crop conditions and how um, the, the, the temperature is affecting the activity on the ground. So this is something that is quite um, serious uh, for us. Now, if we then get um, uh, this El Nino as we expect, it does mean that you know the, the rainfall in South Africa, typically when it's a normal season, it's around about 500 milliliters. So if we're in El Nino, it will drop below this. But of course, because of those issues that I've mentioned that we have good soil moisture, that could give us a decent crop. The last time we were in El Nino and we had the decent crop, and I'll repeat this because it's something I've discussed in the previous segments, it was in the 2018-19 season and South Africa had a fairly good crop of about 11.2 million tons of maize and other crops and fruits were also fairly good. But what was different about the 2018-19 season is that the season before that was not um, uh, a La Nina, which means that soil moisture was favorable. Now, if we get a moderate El Nino, on the backdrop of a La Nina where soil moisture is good, I do think that we may actually see a much better crop than the 11 million tons that we saw in 2018-19. And in fact, my thinking is that we'll probably have a maize crop of between 13 and 14 million tons in the 2013-14 season, in the 2023-24 season that is about to start. So in the year that we're going to, we may get a crop of uh, somewhere 13 to 14 million tons of maize. And I do think that then under such conditions, soybeans may also be a decent harvest and all of our fruits and other grains may be decent. And I'm not the only one who's having this optimism. I was just looking now at the data that is coming from our colleagues at the International Grains Council. They're sitting in London, but having people on the ground here and looking at the historical data, their view is that South Africa's 2023-24 maize production may be around about 15.6 million tons, down marginally from the current crop, which is the second biggest in the history of South Africa, which is about 16.4 million tons. And they, they are not the ones to, the only ones to be that optimistic because 
the Pretoria office of the United States Department of Agriculture. They also recently released their forecast and they say South Africa's 2023-24 maize, maize harvest could be at 15.8 million tons, down marginally from the current crop of 16.4 uh, million tons. Now, I do think that both the USDA, which is the United States Department of Agriculture, and the International Grains Council are a bit more optimistic, which is why I was saying my view is that we may have a crop of between 13 and 14 million tons. This assumes, of course, decent plantings of about 2.7 or so million hectares and uh, fairly good uh, or moderate rainfall on the backdrop of this uh, good soil moisture. And I think that will lead us to that decent season. So that's something that we are looking at and we're really optimistic that the season is not going to be terrible. I do think, though, that while farmers are worried about the weather conditions, they, they have a little bit of hope and optimism. And I think they will go back on the ground and actually till the land and put the seeds on the ground. Part of that, I draw it when I look at the tractor sales. Just in the first six months of this year, the tractor sales in South Africa were around about 4,061 units. So just over 4,000 units that were sold. This is down marginally by 2% from the same period last year. But if you consider that 2022 had robust tractor sales, which were the highest since 1985, and the fact that the seasons before, the years before that were also good tractor sales, that means then that we wouldn't have expected the tractor sales to remain this robust uh, right now. If they are this robust, this means that farmers are confident about the upcoming season, although they are monitoring the weather effect. But I think the optimism is that they're buying tractors, preparing for the next season. I must admit, though, that some of these tractors, of course, are delayed. These are the orders that were placed uh, last year. Uh, when farmers have uh, gotten a lot of uh, a, a better profits uh, from the higher grain prices and the large harvest, because this is not all farmers, it's mainly grains and the orchards that are making these purchases. Farmers and livestock have had a hard time uh, coping with higher feed costs and animal diseases, while in the fruit sector, the farmers have also struggled with the export markets, uh, issues in Europe, issues at the ports. Uh, and of course, the prices have not been as favorable as what we saw in the grain. So the large part of this are the grain farmers that are buying these tractors and the combined harvester sales. And I think if their sales are this robust, over 4,000 units of tractors in the first half of the year, you could see that as a signal about what's to come, that people are optimistic and they will go back and plant. The second uh, factor that is also worth highlighting is that if you look at the input cost, for example, fertilizers and agrochemicals, they are down roughly by 15% if you were to compare today from a year ago. And I think this is an important part because it means then that the input costs are not as harsh as what we saw last year. And this is an important factor because if you think about it, that's the agrochemicals that are down 15%. Fertilizer prices are down by 50%. Um, if you compare where we are this month with the same period last year. And I think the softening of the input cost is a, a really better thing and positive for farmers because fertilizer makes up roughly a third of the grain farmer's input cost. And then if a third of your input cost is actually declining by 50%, that puts you in a really better position. And agrochemicals is about 13% of the grain farmer's input cost. And that down 15% is a better, better saving for the farmers. So all in all, uh, what I'm saying in this segment, folks, is that 
uh, climate remains something that we need to be watching at watching and temperatures is something that we also have to watch because what we see in Europe as well as in the US is worrying us but put everything together I still think that South Africa is in for a decent harvest um, and of course we have to be monitoring all of these factors but all things equal we're looking at a decent harvest others the USDA International Grains Council very optimistic ourselves we're looking at a maize crop of between 13 and 14 million tons in this segment i focus on maize and grains but of course i'm using that just as a signal because if there's a favorable conditions or better conditions for maize that means that for all of the other crops and all seeds uh, horticulture fruit and vegetables we're expecting better production conditions and of course for the livestock industry um, that soil moisture also benefits on a natural grazing felt to ensure that the guys continue to produce reasonable well. That's it, folks, for this month, for this week. Let me end it there, and in the coming week, I'll, 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 I'll focus on the other aspects. I know I keep signaling that I'll talk about food inflation and this and that, but, but what guides us really now thinking about these podcasts is what will be important in that particular week. And these inflation aspects are all very important, but I do think that perhaps maybe one have to return to them in a week where there's an inflation data that is coming out. But I thought this week I should highlight these production conditions because now we are roughly two months to the uh, to the to, to the start of the season and these are some of the messages i thought i should um get across that's it for the week uh folks my name is wandi lesilobo i'm an agricultural economist based in pretoria you can read a bit about some of the things that i write in my blog which is wandilesilobo.com i'll put the link to the uh, to the blog in the description of this podcast you can also read some of our work uh, for the organization that i work for which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. Uh, their website is www.agbiz.co.za, www.agbiz.co.za. Thanks for listening.